You're tuned in to the thinking out loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you, featuring author, speaker, and minister. Michael Nimmons. Welcome you to a brand new edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We've got a jam-packed edition this week. Uh, so much to cover. But in this week's edition, we have three phenomenal women. Uh, they are creatives and influencers that uh, we have uh, invited to be on this week's Woman of Influence series. As we in uh, Ty Scott King, uh, you've pop, and the other two young ladies are uh, Cherie and Danny. Uh, all three of them uh, collaborated on a song, Celebrate Black Like Dr. King, freedom ring, voice of my people, sojourner, speak truth, conquer every evil. Like little Ruby Bridges, take a stand, be the first. Break down barriers, slam every curse. Like Serena, like Nina, like Lauren, like Tina. Victory in my DNA, he gon' always make a way. Harriet, crossing borders, Angelou, Minted Quarters, Black, Proud, say it loud. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palms of my hands, the need for my care, because I'm a woman. Phenomenally, phenomenal woman, all you women and me.
welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. We want to welcome you to a brand new edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We've got a jam-packed edition this week. Uh, so much to cover, so much ground to, uh, to cover in this week's show. Uh, but out the gate, guys, I, I want to um, start off, of course, by saying um, it is my birthday. Um, I am celebrating uh, another chapter, and I want to thank everyone who has wished us a happy birthday. It was actually yesterday, April the 1st, and um, we just got so many um, uh, birthday wishes on social media. And I uh, just wanted to thank everyone for uh, all of their kind regards on today uh, during this week's show, uh, and particularly um, those who were very creative in their uh, birthday wishes. I mean, I got some gifs and I got some even some audio messages. In fact, I'll share one with you from uh, a Facebook friend, Kimberly Elise. Uh, she sent me a very special Facebook message for my birthday. Take a listen. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, Michael, happy birthday to you. Listen, just wanted to make you smile today, wanted to acknowledge the anniversary of your birth and wish you well, much peace and joy. May the energy in your world be full and free. May you know the love of your family and friends. Happy birthday. Thank you so much, Kimberly, for uh, taking a few minutes out of your day uh, to think of us. We truly appreciate it. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And again, to all of you who took time out of your day just to send us a quick happy birthday message. I really and truly appreciate it. Uh, my aunt sent me a message on yesterday. Uh, her and I share uh, a birthday, share our birthday on the same day, actually. Uh, my aunt Philomena, and uh, I, uh, she, I wished her a happy birthday. And she uh, <laughs> sent me a, a wonderful text back saying, you know, the older you get, the longer you celebrate. And so uh, she is celebrating the entire month, and so am I. <laughs> So we are celebrating the entire month of April. But again, thank you so much for wishing us a happy birthday. And of course, in this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we're wrapping up our Women of Influence series. And I hope you have enjoyed it very much. So I know I have uh, just interviewing some very influential women. Uh, and, uh, you know, I really appreciate them taking time out of their schedule from attorney Marilyn Mosby to CEO Teresa Lundy and to uh, influencer and speaker Renee Antoinette. And, of course, on last week's show, MSU Board of Trustee and Attorney Brianna Scott. Uh, thank you guys so, so very much for taking time out of your schedule uh, to spend it with us here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show for, for our Women of Influence series. And if you miss any of those shows, you can always go back and listen to them anywhere you listen to your podcast, any and everywhere you listen to your podcast, including 
our website, michaelnemons.com, michaelnemons.com. We hope you check them out. And when you do, please feel free to share them on your social media platforms. Uh, Also, write us a review. Let us know that you like what you're listening to right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. But in this week's edition, we have three phenomenal women. Uh, They are creatives and influencers that uh, we have uh, invited to be on this week's Woman of Influence series as we conclude uh, our Woman of Influence series and uh, Women's History Month celebration of influential women. Uh, They are, again, creatives and influencers uh, that are just doing some big things in the kingdom. Uh, One of them have been on the show several times already, and I'm just so happy to welcome her back. And uh, all three of them are just dynamic women. Uh, They are... uh, Ty Scott King, uh, you, she's been on the show several times and even hosted the show with me uh, when we did the uh, State of Christian Hip Hop. And the other two young ladies are uh, Cherie and Danny. Uh, all three of them uh, collaborated on a song, Celebrate Black History. We're going to be sharing that with you a little bit uh, later in this week's show. But guys, we've got a great show in store for you an interview with these three dynamic women plus we're going to be sharing from sharing with you music uh projects that they're all working on in this week's edition of the thinking out loud radio show but of course before we get into all of that got to talk about a few things man this week was crazy let me tell you (laughs) we got to first uh just offer a few thoughts about the slap that was heard around the world. <laughs> I have to admit, I didn't watch the Oscars on last uh, Sunday, uh, but I saw the YouTube video like many of you have. And, uh, you know, this it went viral uh, many times over. Uh, those of you who know, of course, uh, Will Smith, uh, who, ulti- who it did eventually win the Best Actor Award for his his role as the uh, father of Venus and Serena Williams uh, also uh, slapped Chris Rock for a joke he told about his uh, his wife, uh, Jada Pickett Smith. And um, I mean, this everybody's talking about it and still talking about it. Uh, the 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 sting of the slap is still <laughs> resonating, not just on Chris Rock's face, but across the globe. Uh, as people are talking about it, whether they are on the news, whether they are in the media, whether they are comedians, whatever facet of of life they find themselves, they are talking about what happened last Sunday, and um, you know. People are still reeling from it. And we just wanted to, you know, offer our two cents about what happened. I think it was in poor taste. I really do. That Will Smith uh, should not have walked up on the stage and um, uh, and slapped Chris Rock. The, the joke did not warrant that kind of reaction. Uh, he handled it uh, very poorly. Um, and that's an understatement. Um, and I, I, I think that it could have been handled much better. And I think Chris Rock did a phenomenal job, an admirable job in keeping his composure because he could have very well 
you know, taking things uh, even further if he would have reciprocated. You know, just imagine if, you know, the 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 <laughs> just imagine seeing them both these two men rolling around on the stage uh, because they got into a brawl or a fight uh, after. You know this this uh, this smack that Will Smith uh, gave Chris Rock, but I think he showed an enormous amount of composure and um, continued on with the show. And from what I understand uh, from Will Packard, watching an interview he gave, who was the executive producer of uh, the Oscars, shouts out to him for doing a great job uh, and um, uh, you know with the Oscars. You know, he said that uh, Chris Rock was uh, the hero of the show because he could have actually had Will Smith arrested. The LAPD was going to actually arrest Chris Rock, uh, uh, Will Smith, but uh, Chris Rock insisted that that should not happen. He de- he didn't even want uh, Will Smith removed from the ceremony. Um, and so I think, you know, shouts out to Chris Rock for the enormous amount of composure that he showed uh, in the midst of what happened, because uh, he could have uh, been just as petty as Will Smith and um, things could have went left. And, you know, who knows what could have happened after that. Uh but it appears that Chris Rock has received some of the residual effects of his professionalism by his own stand-up shows, um, uh, you know, getting an overwhelming response in ticket sales, prices going up now, uh, and all of that because of how he handled things on Sunday. And I imagine that all of those uh, things were running through his mind uh, almost an instant after he uh, had that awful encounter with Will Smith, you know, thinking about, you know, what if I do that and how would it impact what my tour is going to be about and what is going to happen with that? And so I think he made the right decision. And of course, Will Smith did not. And from what I understand, the Academy is going to be taking some uh, actions very soon. There's also reports, and I'm not sure if it has been confirmed or not, that Will Smith has resigned from the Academy. This is what this is according to TMZ. I saw a tweet earlier this morning, and I'm not sure if it has been confirmed or not, but Will Smith uh, claims to have resigned from the, uh, uh, the, the, the Academy, uh, which is uh, really interesting. Um, but uh, we have not gotten any confirmation uh, from, uh, from, from anyone uh, other than that TMZ post uh, this morning that we saw. But I want to share uh, some comments that... You know, there are a lot of, of course, a lot of celebrities making comments, a lot of comedians making comments. But I want to share uh, a comment that um, I thought was very appropriate, uh, very, I shouldn't say very appropriate, but one that was very um, insightful from 
uh, one of the kings of comedy, D.L. Hughley, who also has a syndicated radio show. And uh, he made uh, some very interesting comments about what happened that uh, I think uh, speaks volumes about uh, not just what Will did, but his relationship with Jada Pickett Smith. Take a listen. I mean, speaking of marriage, um, you know, since our last interview, Will Smith uh, wrote a book. Right. And he talked about Tupac mm-hmm. in the book. He said, mm-hmm. I hated that I wasn't what Tupac was in the world. And I suffered and, and I suffered a raging jealousy. I wanted Jada to look at me like that. I heard, I saw that. And the two, their relationship is so, I don't know, just you scratch your head because it almost seems like something bad happened between them and she's going to publicly embarrass him over and over again until well, <laughs> whatever whatever's this. fulfilled in, in her heart. I can tell you this. I've made so many horrible mistakes in my relationship. I'm in no position to talk, but I will say this. Okay. You're not fair to tell my business on TV. <laughs> you think we live in all, you think we live in this good because those set it off residuals? You think, you think they make it Nurse Hawthorne too? <laughs> Jason's lyric. Right, they ain't the doing that again. And Tupac is dead. He is. So at, at a certain point, I think the grace that we generally extend to anybody else outside of our partners, we have a hard time extending to them. And there's a certain amount of grace you need to have with somebody who you've taken vows to. There's a certain, certain yeah. amount of grace you used to have. And that seems decidedly ungraceful to me. Right. It's down, not, to it's the, not, yeah. down to the entanglement. I'm like, mm-hmm. August Helsina. I'm not, you know, I'm not, there's a certain amount of, there's a certain amount of, uh, like, even if, 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 you can lie to protect too, right? Like, yeah, you can, you can of go, course. I don't want to. I've done lots of that. But, but if you, like, I, I'm in no position to speak about somebody else's dynamic. I will say this again. There is a certain amount of grace you need to have with somebody that you've decided to marry and stay with and be intimate with. Hmm. And there are things you can't unsee and things you, like, you need to give people grace. And if you don't, you can be honest but not brutal. Brutal brutal and honesty don't go together. We put them in the same sentence. But now all of a sudden... You 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 really emphasizing the brutal honesty part is well. I also feel that your your personal relationships should be protected. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why I've never specifically spoken about my personal relationships mm-hmm. because I feel they should be protected, and I feel that they shouldn't be used as promo or a, a revenue source. Or clout, or whatever, whatever else you call it. You like see, see the comments. You have, cert- you have to have a certain amount of grace with the person that you're into. So there you have it, guys. Again, I wish things would not have went that way, especially on a night where um, you know we had a black executive producer of the Oscars, and you know one of the blackest Oscars <laughs> uh, that we've ever had. I mean, Beyonce performed, uh, you know, uh, Samuel L. Jackson got an Oscar, Quest Love got an Oscar for his documentary. So many black, uh, black people got recognized on that night. And unfortunately, because of what happened, uh, that has taken away from the recognition that they rightfully deserved uh, Regina Hall, who was a, uh, uh, a actress and comedian, 
was uh, one of the three hosts of uh, Wanda Sykes and Regina Hall and Amy Schumer, three comedians and actresses, uh, hosted the Oscars, two of them African-American women. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, their night was kind of sullied because of what happened uh, with Will Smith and what he did. So he knows that, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what will happen and come out of that. We'd like to know what your thoughts and feedback are about that. Feel free to, uh, to, to post them on Facebook, on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud HQ or send us an email and contact at michaelnimmons.com or just uh, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at TOL Radio Host MSN or the TOL Radio Show. We would love to know what your thoughts are about that as well. continues of course March Madness continues tonight at 630 uh, we will be watching uh, Kansas versus Villanova number one versus number two uh, and the final four that's right guys the final four Villanova versus Kansas in New Orleans and Duke versus North Carolina from what I understand the first time in NCAA tournament history that uh, Duke and North Carolina will meet in the final four and meet in the tournament period so this is going to be an epic matchup of course uh, I'm excited about it and I'm pulling for the North Carolina Tar Heels and uh, a new head coach Hubert Davis uh, they're doing a great job he took this team uh, further uh, in his first year as a head coach than I than I think in many of us could have ever ever imagined and including himself and I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking that man they're now one game away from playing in the NCAA championship as a first-time head coach, one-time player uh, of uh, player uh, of um, of um, North Carolina, and now the head coach of North Carolina. This will be a definitely an epic game of massive proportions. So I will be watching. I'm sure you will be as well. And of course, the championship game we played on this coming Monday. Uh, evening, So uh, we'll be keeping our fingers crossed. I'm looking forward to a Kansas and North Carolina matchup and Kansas winning it all. That is the That will be my bracket. That's who I have as the winner because my other two brackets were destroyed early on in the tournament. Uh, so I'd uh, love to know what your thoughts are about that, guys. Uh, I, know I got some sports fans that are watching and listening. So, uh, you know, feel free to hit us up on our social media. Let us know what your brackets are, when they were busted. <laughs> because uh, this was definitely, I'm telling you, this was a final, this was a uh, NCAA tournament that was uh, pretty, pretty uh, epic, I think. I think it was um, a really, really good tournament. Um, and I'm excited to see how things are going to uh, ultimately shake out. So tonight, again, Villanova, Kansas is 630. And I think at 830, it will be Duke and North Carolina. Looking forward to that coming up in just a little bit.
can't think of a better way to conclude the Woman of Influence series than to share the iconic poem from legendary poet Maya Angelou, Phenomenal Woman, as this episode's thought of the week. And we'll be doing that at the end of this week's show. Well, guys, we're getting ready to take a break. But when we come back, we're jumping right into my interview with Ty Scott King, Danny, and Cherie. These are the three women of influence in this week's Celebrate Her Story edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Maya Nimmons, and I want you to listen to my dad, Michael Nimmons, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m., available everywhere you listen to your podcast. And now, available on the Detroit Praise Network website. You better listen to that little girl, the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Author and activist, Brina Clark. We have a very long history of uh, prominent women, uh, courageous women, raising their voices to speak. Thinking out loud. Uh, To talk about the circumstances of African-Americans, of black people in this country. Uh, People like Anna Julia Cooper, who I've mentioned, Mary McLeod Bethune, many, many other women, Dorothy Height. Uh, certainly Michelle Obama, a contemporary woman, and Stacey Abrams, also a contemporary woman. But many times our voices have been ignored. They've been disrespected. We've been talked over, and I think that's particularly true, as you'll remember, in the vice presidential debate, so much so that Vice President Harris had to insist, I'm speaking now. The the interesting thing is, and we've been asked whether we took our title from that, we did not. We actually had been discussing that title prior to that, so we were very excited when she also said that. Because that's another way to interpret this. To say to those out here, don't speak for me and don't speak over me because I am speaking now. Join us each week as we celebrate Women's History Month here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Black to the bone, to the core, to the root. I am to America a very strange fruit, born from a tree nearly wilted from its traps into a world content with racial labeling and criminal profiles. I search for truths that have been withheld from books produced to tell history. And it's a mystery how they missed me or people like me when our backs were broken from building this country and our hands were calloused from sowing seeds upon which men and women would bleed and still not be freed for another 300 years. I believe some mothers still cry those slaves' tears because fear and anger run deep and get passed down through generations like heirlooms. And in the heirlooms, the stench of discrimination as this nation falls deeper into complacency, denying black beauty and black pride. Black lives really do matter. 
here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Refined, rebranded, reinvented, reinvigorated, revived. The new MichaelNimmons.com website is finally here. And believe me, it's worth the wait. A state-of-the-art website where you can listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast, watch Thinking Out Loud TV, read the Thinking Out Loud blog, purchase books and swag, and so much more. Subscribe today and get a free gift on us. Stop by the new MichaelNimmons.com. It is sure to be a thought provoking working experience. What is up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Lex Devine, in the building, kicking it with yours truly, Michael Nimmons, on the Thinking Out Loud radio and TV show. All right, y'all, stay tuned. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Guys, we are back on a phenomenal edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I've got three phenomenal women with me on this week's Woman of Influence uh, edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Guys, if you've been following uh, the show this entire month, we have been celebrating Women's History Month with our Women of Influence series. And I couldn't think of any better way to cap it off with Mm -hmm. these three talented young ladies with us on this week's Women of Influence series of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. But before we jump into uh, the interview, I want to give them a proper introduction. And so let's get started. Uh, The first young lady is a performing vocal artist and urban advocate, and she's known for 10 years of work as an influencer and social change agent in urban communities. And she's led grassroots inner city community, community action initiatives and Chicago, Detroit, Minneapolis, and Los Angeles. As a creative director, her passion is to highlight the experiences and creativity in communities of color. And her goal is in every project to create a lasting impact while inspiring others to be the best version of themselves. Uh, My second guest, I am, uh, she's a poet, writer, stylist, music artist, inspirational speaker, and survivor, as well as a mother and wife. Uh, Her mission in life is to inspire and motivate everyone that she meets, especially other women, through her creative use of positive and loving language and Mm -hmm. other artistic expressions. And finally, my third guest is an award-winning poet, lyricist, CHH artist, author, brand ambassador, and much more. And she's doing big things in the kingdom and she's been on the thinking out loud radio show multiple times, both as a guest and even as a co-host, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to give a warm thinking out loud radio show. Welcome to Sheree, Danny and Ty Scott King. Uh, I'm excited to have you guys with us on this week's edition 
of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And uh, as we start off with all of our guests, uh, we, we want you to uh, briefly introduce yourselves. I know I, I kind of gave you guys some uh, brief introductions, but I want you guys at this point to really delve into who you are. Let's start with uh, uh, Danny. So tell us, Danny, uh, who you are and uh, introduce yourself to our listening audience. Okay, my name is Danny, also known as She Speaks. But um, yes, I'm a um, wardrobe stylist, poet, musician. Um, I guess I should just say that's what I'm focused on right now. <laughs> I'm focused <laughs> on the wardrobe styling, poetry, music. And um, yeah, I just believe that my goal in and my passion is to just further the kingdom through arts and also let women know that they're worth it by being my most authentic self and let them know, like, I've been through so much and I'm still worthy of everything that God has for me. So you are, too. And I think that's something that I'm big on. And that's me. Wow. Wow. Well, again, welcome to. Uh, this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm going to shoot it to Cherie. Uh, I want you to share with our listeners briefly uh, who you are, even though I've introduced you <laughs> in the beginning, but share with our listeners more about yourself. Yeah, so I'm a human being, first and foremost. <laughs> a lot of complexity, like everyone who is listening to this. Um, child of God, woman of God, um, I am blessed, divine, and highly favored, and I'm learning more and more about that is actually my true identity here on this earth, um, because that's eternal. Besides that, how I live out that divineness is um, using art to elevate marginalized voices and using art to inspire systemic change, specifically mm. um, in communities of color and I should say running campaigns that benefit communities of color. I'll inspire anybody as long as it's for our benefit. So um, that's what I do through art. Well, welcome again to the Thinking Out Loud radio show and this week's Women of Influence series, uh, Cherie. And we're so very happy to have you a part of this conversation as we celebrate her story. And yeah. last but certainly not least is my good friend who has been on the Thinking Out Loud radio show uh, several times. Uh, she's mm -hmm. been on as a, a guest and even as a co-host. Uh, we, uh, Her and I put together what we call the state of Christian hip hop. Mm -hmm. And we had uh, a couple, we had a, actually not a couple, but a lot of different uh, CHH artists on. And she was the co-host of that. And that show is still available on our Thinking Out Loud YouTube channel. And it is also available on our podcast in a two-part uh, series that we did, The State of Christian Hip Hop. But I want uh, my good friend, uh, poet, lyricist, and so much more, Ty Scott King, to tell us what she's been doing since she's been, since the last time she's been on the show. She's been mm -hmm. up to a lot of things, guys. Right. <laughs> since yeah. the last time I came on, um, I know I released a couple more singles. Right. I know um, I got nominated for some awards. That's cool. Um, I know I'm still preaching Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I know I released a book that became a bestseller on Amazon. And that's been amazing. 
And then, um, as you mentioned, my husband and I are now brand ambassadors for a really amazing company called Hello Landing. Hmm. And we changed our zip code because of that. So, <laughs> wow. I feel like that's a lot. So I'll just stop there. <laughs> and I met the two amazing ladies below. <laughs> yes, yes. And we're about to jump into how all that came together because, you know, I was, um, you know, me, I'm, I'm always on the web looking at different things and, and trying to see what, you know, what's out there and how I can, you know, connect with uh, what is going on on, you know, whether it be Twitter, social, uh, whether it be Twitter, Instagram or Facebook. And I saw a video uh, that uh, these uh, phenomenal women, women put together uh, for Black History Month. And uh, I was like, wow, that is awesome. And we got, I, I, I just got inspired. I said, you know what, Ty, we got to have you guys on the Thinking Out Loud radio show to talk about this. And so I want you, uh, you three, to share with us about this song, uh, the music video, and how it all came together. Well, I don't know about Danny, but I feel like Cherie. I feel like we should just toss it to Cherie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, all the ladies will talk, but um, like I said, my heart is to elevate uh, marginalized voices and inspire through art so that we can experience systemic change. So Black History Month to me, every year it comes, I can't let it go without doing something of significance to impact culture and to elevate Black culture. So um, this year I was working, I'm working for an organization called Urban Youth Workers Institute. They're one of my uh, clients that I do creative work for. And uh, they needed a Black History Month segment or some sort of piece of content. And so I had been becoming friends with Danielle. Do you want to be called Danny on this? Whatever you feel find like her DNI. I'll just I'll say <laughs> Danny so they can find you so we can get that in there. And um, I just was really inspired by her swag. And I was just like, what can we do together? And I knew she also rapped and did poetry. So I was like, what if we, you know, implemented some music? Mm-hmm. And we also made sure that you made us look, look good because look good, that's what you do. And put you on like that. And then um, I was actually getting a facial. This is true. I was getting a facial because I believe in (laughs) self-care. And that hook came to me. uh, We're going down in history, right? where We're supposed to be going down in history, Black history, you and me. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I was like, but I'm not a rapper and this needs rapping. So uh, Mm -hmm. I asked Danny if she would do a verse. And then I hit up my other friend, Alex. I was like, I need another dope female to join this trio. And he was like, Ty Scott King. And I'm like, okay, I look her up. She's doing, you know, voiceovers for like McDonald's. I don't know. She's out there. She's, she's out there. She's a big time. I was like, I don't know if this girl's going to do it, but reached out to her via a DM and she actually uh, responded and wrote a verse and um, we put this thing together and then designed the, the video concept and we showed up and mostly when we showed up, it was just like, we just showed up and we showed out together and it was very organic. It was not rehearsed. It was just like, this is what we're going to do. Let's go. Oh, okay. All right. I, I, I need, I need to know if y'all want to tell them how, how fast it all came together. <laughs> okay. Ty, you're the detail person. Go ahead. What, what kind of crazy journey did I drag you on? No, no, no. It's good. Cause I think like sometimes it's good to have this time. And then sometimes my, my, I think my thing is that I am a, I'm, 
what's the word? I'm um, spontaneous, but planned spontaneity. Yes. <laughs> planned spontaneity. That's a, that's interesting. <laughs> but I like when I like when truly spontaneous people come along, and it's like let's do this thing, and it just becomes amazing, Thanks. right? So mm-hmm. Cherie reached out. I think it was like a Sunday, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Okay, we're gonna. I'd like for you to write on this, memorize your verse, and then we're gonna film on Friday." <laughs> and I was like, "Like." this Friday, like five days from today. And she's like, yeah. So I was like, all right, okay. I feel like I'm supposed to do this. And I know Danny said she, her time <laughs> frame was interesting too. <laughs> yes, yeah. it was. It was not too much different. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, it happened. I was getting a facial. I just, it just came. And then it was, that's when it came. I can't, I don't know. No, it's a good thing. I think it wasn't. It wasn't just the chorus. It was the beat and everything. Like oh, crazy! Just that's how inspiration day. works. I mean, sometimes I get I get woken up out of my sleep. Yeah, and, you know, some just drops a thought drops in my mind. And, oh wow! You know what? Let me work on this. Let me do this. Yeah. Let me think. You know, let me get the get started on this. You know, that's how inspiration. Uh, works and it's just amazing how God puts all of those pieces together for you and it doesn't take doesn't have to take a lot of time to do that especially when it's God inspired in fact a lot of the greatest songs that you'll ever hear usually you'll hear the story behind it was they were written in minutes minutes Mm -hmm. because the vibe was right the right people were in the room and the right emotion and the sentiment was there already and it just happens and so that's why to me I love working with true artists and I think Ty and Danny are true artists because true artists understand that so when they feel that they jump on it and we give our all towards it and I think that's the difference between being um, you know somebody who calls themselves creative or maybe you're a practitioner you know like you know how to rap or you know how to sing but that doesn't make you an artist Mm. Um, I think it's the the whole like concept, the, the the inspiration coming to you, then concepting it out, then curating that actual thing, then planning it out, then getting it done, then executing it and releasing it well. That's all the things. And that's hard. That's really, really hard. And that's why a lot of people, you know, um, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I think that's why it's hard for people to be artists because it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why <laughs> they're most- all artists. Yeah, that's probably most artists, artists are just creative. Like they create, they can write, mm-hmm. but all the other elements that take a little more time, mm-hmm. a little more focus. Everybody is not. A, a friend of mine told me this a while ago, she, years ago. She said, "Ty, you have your feet on the ground and your head in the clouds, and that's rare." Yeah, and I think that's what we all have in common, and that's how we're able to go between different creative opportunities or outlets because Mm -hmm. we have a certain level of administrative gifting that a lot of other creatives or artists don't have that's now tied the most uh, gifted at the administration she knows how to do time zones (laughs) apparently jamie and i (laughs) we saw 7 30 didn't read what time zone so you know it doesn't matter but but (laughs) I say that though for real though I was thinking about it tonight Ty I was just thinking like that's why it's so important 
um, who your tribe is, who your sister circle is, who your friends are, who you're rocking with. Like you have to understand your giftings and you have to know other people's giftings and you need to learn how it all works together mm-hmm. because you have to have each other's back because you don't know how to do everything. Like I said, I'm not a rapper. It would have been horrible if I tried to rap that thing. So I had to go and find the right people, right? Um, and then I I know how to dress myself, but I don't know how to dress other people. So Danny, I'm like, yo, just put us together, make us look like we're cohesive. Like it's just really leaning on each other's gifts. And that is what I think is also missing from artistry. Sometimes that why it doesn't sometimes take off for people is because they don't know how to collaborate. They try to do everything on their own and things just fall short. Um, And it should like the body of Christ is made to be right. Diverse in our gifting to recognize that and then inspire a community to rally around a vision is actually very hard, but once you do it, it's magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know my friend has some questions. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that is I feel awesome. like we could talk about this. We could stay right <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. Guys, I know you're enjoying my interview with these three phenomenal, phenomenal young ladies, uh, Cherie, Danny, and Ty Scott King on this week's edition of the Woman Influence Series of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Guys, we just talked about this Celebrate Black History music video and 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 song. Now I want to hear it. I know our listeners want to hear it as well. So who is going to uh who's going to introduce this song so we can so we can play it for our listening audience? Ty, break down some sort of cool bar to introduce this thing. There's <laughs> a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. That's too much pressure for me today. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll do it. Do you want me to do it? Go right. ahead. Take it away. All right. This is Ty Scott King, Cherie, and Danny with Black History. When you see me walking, it ought to make you proud. I say it's in the click of my heels. The bend of my hair, the palm of my hands, the need for my care, because I'm a woman phenomenal. Like Dr. King, freedom ring, voice of my people, sojourner, speak truth, conquer every evil. Like little Ruby Bridges, take a stand, be the first. Break down barriers, slam every curse. Like Serena, like Nina, like Lauren, like Tina. Victory in my DNA, he gon' always make a way. Harriet, crossing borders, Angelou, Minter quarters, black, proud, say loud. Loud in history. Right there we're supposed to be We're going down in history Black history You and me History Right where we're supposed to be We're going down in history Black history You and me Go rings like Abby Run the world like Michelle Lips on, hips on, Jill Scott Film on Zora Hudson, my eyes is watching God Hit different like scissor, I carry nations inside Step over hell with gospel, make my dark skin blossom Lips full of promise, song written in cotton Future written in prosper, I'm triggered Index touching streams, let freedom ring in every complex dungeon. We're going down in history Right where we're supposed to be We're going down in history Black history You and me History Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial.
state's attorney, Marilyn Mosby. As a black woman, you know, in the Supreme Court, right? Like this is this is long overdue. Thinking out loud. And it will be similar, that same sort of spark for every black woman and every girl across the nation. There's symbolism in the importance of having the first African-American woman in the Supreme Court. It's reassuring that President Biden has recognized that black women have carried the Democratic Party on our backs nationally and locally for decades. And, and, and our work and our passion in, in many ways built the seats at the table. Let, let me be very clear about that, right? But more importantly, some of the most qualified candidates we have ever had are eligible for this, this nomination, and they are black women. When we talk about, you know, Michelle Childs and Leandra Kruger and Katanji Brown Jackson, they have like these stellar resumes, incredible experience, and are the ideal fit for a job like Join us each week as we celebrate Women's History Month right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons for over 20,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, and MichaelNimmons.com. Tune in today. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Minnesota to London, England, from New Zealand to New York City. Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back, and I know you are enjoying my interview with these three phenomenal young, talented women, uh, Cherie and Danny and Ty. Uh, all of them are, are just talented, and we're so, so very excited to have them on this week's edition of our Woman Influence Series as we continue celebrating Women's History Month right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And in the last segment, they were introducing themselves and, and talking about this song, Black History, that they just dropped. And I'm sure you guys enjoyed it uh, as we went to break in the last segment. But in this segment, guys, we're going to be talking about uh, Women's History Month and, and how it has impacted 
women, not just in this country, but around the world. And so we have some questions to kind of jump off into and kind of see where uh, where where this conversation conversation is going to take us. So, ladies, you know, there was once a saying that behind every great man, there is a great woman. And now the statement is beside every great man is a greater woman. The evolution of this statement is due in large part to the progress that women uh, and women's issues have made in today's society. Do you feel that women have indeed moved from behind to beside their male counterparts? And if not, what areas does it seem we as a society have fallen short? Who wants to go first? (laughs) Uh, Well, Cherie is drinking some, so. Danny looked like she leaned in. I don't know. Okay. Um, When I think about that statement, I think that I think about a couple of things. Like I think about a lot of things, but one of the main things I think about is just the idea that women don't have power. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we're coming to a place where they're starting to realize that women pretty much not only do they have power but they're an important piece in the puzzle Mm. and um you know i witnessed even the church going from women not being able to preach in the pulpit to now seeing women preach in the pulpit so i think that we are awakening to the fact that Mm. in some way we should be looking at partnership more than um men just being you know over women Mm -hmm. so I think that is coming to a place where it's like oh they're walking together but I think we're a far place from women actually being equal or walking with them because even in my marriage people looking at my marriage they're like oh she wear the pants and it's like no I don't wear the pants I have a partner who understands that I am just as powerful as him Mm -hmm. and he's willing to allow me to walk in the glory that God has given me and come Mm -hmm. alongside him like the Mm -hmm. statement says and make him even better and us being better together it's not that we do not um we don't respect each other's role but when you actually have respect and honor for the role I feel like you can move better together and I think just as a society, we have to learn how to move, get better together and come out of the traditional mm. aspect that women are supposed to be. I talk about this a lot. Like women are just supposed to have kids, stay at home, do all these things. And it's like, God has given us so many different gifts and mm. talents. And it's like, if that was all we were able to do, then he wouldn't have put these things inside of us. And we do a disservice to the woman when we say, Hey, all you can do is make babies and take care of the home. And the funniest thing, I'm going to say this and I'm done. I read Proverbs 31 um, recently, like two years ago. I read it before, but um, this time I read it with with a whole different another idea. Like, let me go really see what Proverbs 31 is saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when I read Proverbs 31 and it broke down, it was saying that a woman Mm -hmm. is basically a businesswoman. That's right. That's right. Basically, she yep. wakes up in the morning. Yep. She make clothes, fashion stylist. Yep. She <laughs> she uh her kids adore her. She had many servants. Mm-hmm. So she had people working for her. Mm-hmm. Like if we really want to break down Proverbs 31, we need to break it down correctly <laughs> because I feel like it ain't been broken down right. It's and sure a lot right. of people 
they base their life and their marriage off of Proverbs 31 and think they have to shut up and listen to their husband, make kids, take care of the household. And it's like, no, do you understand that delegating task is also a part of Proverbs 31? Mm. If you cannot handle um, being in the house all day long because it drives you crazy being under these kids all day long, it's saying, hey, <laughs> how can we delegate these tasks to these many servants that God has given us, they somewhere because they're in the Bible and allowing them to help us better um, our 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 role. Now, we do have talents. And I think Ty can speak to this, too. Mm-hmm. Her husband cooks because mm-hmm. <laughs> good, too, I'm sure. Yeah. So it's like, how do you um reconcile that to this belief that women are supposed to cook clean and and it's not just church it's just in the world period Mm -hmm. and I feel like we put a we put a mask over what women what women's abilities are yeah and it's kind of caused us to be the lesser when I think in some ways sometimes it's I'm trying to say this the right way but I believe that we work together as a whole and we have Mm -hmm. to figure out how to acknowledge that Mm-hmm. So that's my I, that's my thought on that. <laughs> mm, that's a good good point. Yes. Good point. Good I feel point. Feel like that was the summation of all things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody no, else think, want to chime in with that? Any, so the servants you're talking about, they weren't servants, they were contractors. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's what they were. Like she was contracting people to handle her businesses, the plural. Mm-hmm. And also her husband was respected at the city gate because of her, mm-hmm. right. because of the the business prowess she had, because of the the legacy she was building, because she would literally plant vineyards and take care of whole communities. So she was a pivotal matriarch and, and a mother and a, and a and a sister and a friend in this community. Mm-hmm. And people like literally gave honor to her husband because he had the dopest woman in town. That's really what was happening. Mm. Right, right, <laughs> right. We really, we really want to talk actually, about it. What a way to break down Proverbs 31, guys. Are you hearing this? We have a Bible class. <laughs> All yeah. right. So that's the spiritual side. Uh, but there's, I mean, it's a spiritual and practical, but practically still systemically, because remember, that's what I, I really mm-hmm. do care about. Um, in 2019, women working full time are making 82.3 cents for every dollar their male counterparts made. As of 2021, women are still getting paid 17.7% less annually than men. And among CEOs, only of, among 3,000 of the largest U.S. companies, only 5.5% are women. Mm. So I could keep going with stats, but these stats obviously show that systemically we are not in front of men and we aren't necessarily besides beside Mm. them at the table um we're just a little bit just right here you know they like us because we of what we bring but where they're not carrying us forward and that's why women have to get together we have to carry each other forward right right it is is definitely a community effort amongst women and i can get into that whole thing ty you're about to say something i'll I'll let y'all pass it to you and then i'll come back to it go ahead sis and I, I was going to say, I, I agree with, with the both of you, because I think when you have um, men who understand the value that women bring, then yeah. they're like, they're not comfortable with the woman being right here. They're yeah. like, yeah, I'm trying to push you to the forefront because I know what's in you. 
So, but also we need to do that for each other as, as women. Mm -hmm. So I do think there's definitely still, um, it's not neck and neck or shoulder to shoulder, but it's, it's come a lot further as, as most things in the world have. And, um, there's still a way to go. And like Danny was saying, like, it's funny, her and her and I both have husbands named Mike and you're Mike. So it's confusing when we talk about all these mics, but (laughs) my mic, my mic and I have like, and I was thinking about this the other day, we don't have these traditional roles in our house. Like we lean into each other's strengths and we try to, um, make up for each other's weaknesses and in, in marriage in life in business, Um, because I was in a group with two guys, it's like previously. So I saw how us basically trying to push each other forward, help the whole group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that the more people realize that the more we come together, the more we play into each other's strengths, the more we, um, cover each other's weaknesses, the better we're all going to be in, in the grand scheme of life and the things that we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, Definitely. I totally agree with you guys. I mean, uh, you, you're saying uh, you're saying a lot of things that that uh, I I completely agree with. That that you know, marriage you know is is a partnership. It's not um, a competitive uh, re- uh, type of relationship. And and uh, and when you partner with your your spouse, or when you partner with uh, whoever you are with, mm-hmm. uh, and, and instead of you know, viewing it as a, a competition or viewing it as one is better than the other and working together, you all uh, come out on top and you all shine together. So, yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you guys. Uh, great, 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 uh, great answers. Great answers. And and Cherie, I think you said you wanted to come back to that, too, right? Well, so we have to also talk about how, you know, if if there is not equality, um of women leading, then we have to talk about how to carry her forward. That's kind of like my, my theme this, this month is carry her forward. I'm doing a podcast about it right now, five episodes. Um, anyway, but, uh, basically I feel like I talked to Danny about this. I was like, look at this picture. Hmm. And it was a, a little like sticker that I thought was pretty cool. And I won't say the word, cause I think this is a Christian thing, but it says, I'm not your BIT fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. And I said to Danny, I was like, I really like this because I think I've never allowed any, any woman, any man to call me a B-I-T-C-H. I will not let it happen. A lot of women will say that to each other, mm-hmm. but I feel like if we already know there's, there's not equality, why would you speak down if to you're trying to build up? Like right. this is, this mm-hmm. is counterproductive. So, uh, it, you know, I just was saying like how we talk to each other as women is very, very important. The words mm-hmm. that we use actually have power. Mm-hmm. And so when we speak to one another, we've got to speak with words that elevate and mm-hmm. remind us that we are those leaders, remind us that we are those business yeah. women, remind us that we are talented, remind us that we are gifted, remind us that we are equal. This is very important. So I think even the words in culture that we're using to talk about ourselves and talk to each other, I think are very, very problematic at times and need to be adjusted. I, I agree with you. And many times those individuals who use those negative words to you know, to uh, associate with each other, 
don't understand the power of their words. Power. That's it. They don't understand. Mm-hmm. They don't understand yeah. the uh the the they don't understand the connotation. They don't understand the power of their words and and what kind of impact or uh or negative uh you know uh influence they're being by using those words uh and uh you know with with, with whoever they're you know trying to connect with and so uh I, I completely agree with you guys uh it, it's I know you're enjoying my interview with these three phenomenal uh three, three phenomenal women on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I am enjoying myself and I know that you are as well. As we jump into our next question, you know, all of you are creatives and influencers, you know, and and you're doing something, uh, you know, uh, because you're very talented. Uh, I want to know, do you feel that the projects that you have, the ideals that you have as artists, your goals, are they viewed secondarily in comparison to some of your male counterparts? And if so, uh, what can be done in your mind to change that? Um, I, I can't remember which song it is that I have where I say, I don't do you, I do me. I run mm-hmm. my own race. Oh, <laughs> and wow. I, I mean that to my core. Like, okay. I, I really try to have blinders on and not pay attention to what's going on. First of all, because I'm called to be in this role, not of it. And in order to change it effectively, like I'm supposed to, I can't worry about what everybody else is doing. I have to focus on my assignment. Um, But with that being said, (laughs) being a female artist in the music industry, um, in the Christian hip hop or just the general atmosphere of hip hop in music, period. I definitely have seen um, men who are not as talented, um, not as disciplined, not as focused, not as anything. And that's not to rate me. I'm just saying women in general. I've seen women who have superseded some of the men that I've seen um, really get propped up and raised up in the industry. And I think that happens because there still is a boys club. I don't mm-hmm. care what genre of music you do. I don't care what you do in the world. There's still a boys club, men's club, whatever whatever it's called. There's <laughs> still this thing where it's like, I'm gonna look out for my dude. Right. And, um, but I, I, I don't care about that because I know God um, will break down any door. He'll open any door. He'll close any door. Like he's just, he does things well. And so um, I just lean into him because I see it happening, but I'm, I don't, I try not to be concerned about it. And I try to build what I'm supposed to build in order to help other women, because that's really, I think the key. Okay. We're y'all going to play this little game over here. Y'all not going to let me on tour because you're afraid I'm going to do what I'm a married woman. Like, what am I going to do with you on tour? What, it's 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 mind blowing. But lately I have seen like Wande and other women who have been put on these labels. But it's just like this trickle. Like, why do you only allow one woman at a time? It doesn't it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that gatekeepers come and go. Um, I know that, you know, the industry is fickle, all of those things. So I don't I don't um, pay too much attention to it. I just try to be consistent. I try to create, I chase my purpose. 
And I just allow God to open the doors he wants to open Mm. and just really try to constantly make a difference in the industry and show them like, look, I'm a woman. I can do it too. If you don't want to put me on your platform, guess what? God's going to build one for me somewhere else. I've circumnavigated the system so many times, been on the billboard charts and people are like, how did you do that? You were, you're not on the Christian hip hop charts. You're on the secular chart. I'm like, but what am I rapping about though? God, God made a way when the CHH industry was kind of like, no, you need this and you need that. You need, you need, you need, you need. And I'm grateful for CHH, but it, it, you know, sometimes it's like I go where I'm celebrated, not where I'm tolerated. And that's my thing. <laughs> All right, preach time. So one of the things that's important about what you also said is that um, these boys clubs and these, these small, it's a, it's a way of thinking that's very small. Um, and when you don't have an inclusive culture, you are missing out on bigger impact, 100%. Mm. Um, and so people choose to live small because it's safe and comfortable. Mm-hmm. And to, to me, I'm wondering why are these gatekeepers put in a place of leadership? If that's all you're trying to do, you need to go just work for a company. You should not be a gatekeeper because a gatekeeper should be an innovator. A gatekeeper should be a true leader. Who's an inclusive leader who sees the value in the diverse people and diverse talent and wants to have the biggest impact as possible. Mm. So that's what that's what diversity does. That's that's what it does. Um, so it to me, I'll make a point. CHA, CHR, whatever, all the things, CCM is small. I gave up on that a while ago. I'm done. Like I already said it. I'll say it right now to tie into Danny and to myself. We have transcended the Christian industry because it's an industry. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And it's small. It's very small. And God has called us to a very big world. Mm-hmm. And if that, if they're going to play small, I'm not a part. I don't want anything to do with it. I haven't been called to live small and play small. Neither one, neither of us ladies have. And so transcend, rise above. Honestly, don't even stop. Just stop messing with it. It's, I'm serious. Now, if you become a gatekeeper, yeah. Ty, if, if somebody calls you. <laughs> right. I'm going to stay in it because I'm girl, trying to open those doors. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. but you, you're, you are in it, but you've transcended at the same time. That's dope. Like your feet, like what'd you say? Your feet on the ground, your head in the clouds. You are navigating both spaces. Dope. Awesome. But you still have transcended it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. All right. All you right. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it all me. in. I'm leaving it all in. So what 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 are you uh what do you, what do you have to say about all this, Danny? Um I'm an observer. Yeah. So when I see things, I'm just like, oh, like for instance, um I can't remember what it was. It was a cipher. It was like a Christian cipher that was just on Amazon, some award show. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> But I'm watching the cypher and I'm like, this would have been cool if some of the female rappers that I know, it was CHH, um, were on here. But there was like, it was Wande and and um, 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 what's her oh, name? I, I really respect her and I can her name is on the I know, screen. I see her I see her face and I is can't AI the anomaly? Yes, yes. AI. <laughs> and, and, and they killed it. But I was like, wow, there's so many more people that would have killed this cypher. Mm-hmm. But it's not even it makes you think like, is this just something that is not brought to people's attention 
or is it just something that's just happening? Is this just a man's world that we're just living in? Mm. So I do see those things, but I also believe that things do exactly what they're supposed to do. So women are rising up (laughs) and becoming who they're supposed to be because when you feel that pushback, you it, it it drives you to be more than more and to really be passionate about the things you do and to be thankful for those things. Now, do I think there needs to be change? Yes. Do I feel like we shouldn't even have to have this conversation? Yes, but we do. Mm-hmm. So I just I observe and like she said, transcend and continue to move and know that you're you're still valuable despite whoever does or does not see it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, guys. I know you're enjoying my interview with these three phenomenal women. And I agree that uh, we we they have transcended uh, their crafts. They are transcendent women. And uh, we're so happy to have them with us on this week's edition, uh, Women of Influence edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show as we celebrate her story. And in this question here, we always refer to history as his story. But many would say that his story also includes her story. (laughs) Do you sometimes feel that history is chauvinistic and does not allow much space or opportunity for women to tell their story? No, history actually isn't that. If you go back to the creation story, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit said, let us make humankind, not man and not woman. It was humankind. That's what they said. If you interpret it correctly. Mm-hmm. So if, if that's the beginning, right, then the intention was humankind. The intention was equality. Now, where we've taken it, yes, it's out of balance because we've separated right? We separate women, we separate men, we separate even children and kids. Like we, we, we love segments, but God wants to use all of those things. Um, and I think that it, the more we could get back to a unified human kind uh, narrative uh, with the understanding that we all have different gifts and our major effort should be trying to figure out how to work in harmony and in sync uh, that, that would, that would change a lot. But again, because we don't understand, in my opinion, creation going back there, we segment, segment, segment. We love to segment, even in the church, we segment, right? <laughs> like we can't just yeah. all be Christian. We gotta be all these denominations and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah. it, it, it really messes stuff up. But I will say this other thing though, that the reason why I think that the black community has had a lot of, um, forward motion, this, within the last, I don't know, probably five, six years is because I think that idea, whether you like it or not, Black Lives Matter, whether you like that narrative and you agree with everything, that unified in our generation, because this has happened many times, right? But in our generation, that unified a people of all shades (laughs) from the diaspora. (laughs) Uh, And it became a thing that also people who weren't even black understood enough and they could join that movement to elevate uh, black voices and black culture. And so that's just an example of what happens, right? When there's a unified people, like we literally have a lot of power, but I think that that happens kind of like it, it happens not as often as it needs to. And I would say to you that, yeah, I think the majority of the time we are segmented as people. 
Mm. Mm -hmm. Any more thoughts on that? I think um, history repeats itself or her story it repeats itself on and on and on to, I think till the end of time. Um, so we're seeing a lot of women rise in different ways in all types of um, mediums and industries. But this, the, I think the key difference now is that more stories are being told by women. Mm -hmm. Women are in the producer chairs. Women are in the, like producing movies, TV shows, mm -hmm. music, everything. So yeah. there are more women in positions to tell the story. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's going to create an even bigger ripple effect. So I, I do think um, the, the story is going to be different 50 years from now, 100 years from now, because it's being told by women, just like, you know, people who came through slavery. The story is different now because they're able to tell the narrative from their perspective, not their slave masters or whoever, somebody else telling the story. We're writing the books now. So things have progressively changed up to this point. And I think because women have the ability to tell their story and it, it, it is heard and seen by way more people now that the narrative has shifted forever, I think. Yeah. That's interesting. What, what are your thoughts, Danny? Um, I agree. I agree with everything that was said. And I can't I, I can't really say too much without asking a bunch of questions like why have we never had a female president? Why weren't women able to vote? And we had to fight for those rights. And it's like we just go down the line. It's clear what history has to say about it. But mm -hmm. the, the, the thing now is like women are fighting back and pushing for their place in society and the fact that we even have to just shows where we're at with things is the same thing with black lives matter and um the different things that you have to fight as people of color so it's like it's kind of like a double whammy like <laughs> you have to fight as a person of color and as a woman so i believe that again i agree with ty says like we're gonna like it's gonna be changed over time mm -hmm. but but then going back to the the intention of it, mm -hmm. when when God created us, and if we really think about that, it's it's humans who changed it, you know, and created this own narrative. And I think a lot of people live under that narrative and don't know. And if you don't know, if you know, just ask yourself some of your beliefs mm -hmm. about if you're a man, ask yourself some of your beliefs about women. Like if a woman in power comes into your office, how does that make you feel? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or or whatever. Or if a woman says something that doesn't align with your beliefs, question those beliefs. Like, where did that really come from? Mm -hmm. And you'll see what was instilled throughout history and mm -hmm. culture um, that in a sense oppresses women. Yeah. 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 I, I agree with that. And, you know, um, as I listen to, you know, what you're saying regarding this particular question, uh, you know, I, I can't help but think about how far women have come uh, as it relates to, you know, voting and, 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 and being able to do certain things in society now. And, uh, and yet, uh, here we are still talking about, uh, you know, 
some things about, you know, I think it was a couple of days ago was um, equal, equal pay day or something to that effect. Yeah. I think it was mm-hmm. that that was that was a, a topic of conversation at that point. And here we are still yet dealing with uh, some women's issues that have yet to be addressed. Uh, even though you have come a long ways, what history has proven is that there's still yet a long ways for you to go. Yeah. And uh, but but we but we on the Thinking Out Loud radio show are celebrating her story in this edition. So we celebrate you uh, and, uh, you know, uh, with with one of the reasons why we have this platform is really to uh, highlight uh you know the 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 different things that our guests are are part of and are doing and in this particular juncture we're getting ready to move into uh to that very thing with one of our guests uh Cherie has a, a song that uh, we're getting ready to share uh it's called let love begin i want you to tell our listeners about this song and uh and get ready to introduce it Yeah. So I think the hardest thing to do in this life is to love a hundred percent. And if we break down this whole conversation to anything, it's love, right? Because love is what gives up power. Love is what puts somebody else before love is what seeks to have harmony and equality love. That's what it is. And so I came to be tested in this, um, over the last uh, year and a half when my soon-to-be ex decided that um, some of the things we're talking about even now, like this non-traditional, these non-traditional roles didn't work for him anymore and wanted to try other things that honestly just were outside of the, 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 the purpose and I think the divine intention of marriage. And so, but during the process, I just felt like God was like calling me to love. And it was hard. I had to hold my tongue a whole lot, a whole lot. I could have harmed so much, but I didn't because God kept saying, let love begin in your heart, begin in your soul, like let it flow. And as I turned to love, that's when I just felt like I was saying, I need you to be an example of my love, even when you're being spit in the face, even when you're being uh, told that you're less than what God has created you to be. And so this is just my experience, but I think at the end of the day, love is powerful. And so if you found yourself in a place of resentment, if you found yourself in a place of um, unforgiveness, if you found yourself in a place where you're just full of all this negativity, I would like to invite you to return to love and let love begin again. Yeah. There's so much love, so much love flowing down, flowing down on me. I can feel it in my bones. My bones have been so cold until now. I can feel so much love. It's not just a feeling It's an intentional decision To give more, to be more 
sure to pour more of your higher self out to those who quite honestly don't deserve it. <laughs> But this is what makes love so magical, sacrificial, beautiful. Love. Love is golden, y'all. There are things I can't change. Sometimes life just plain hurts. I feel you even closer now. With the best I know how, I will lay it all down. There's healing for the wounded heart. Words can sing so deep. I will turn my cheek and surrender all to you. else above and if that's not where it's coming from it's not enough it's a lie cause real love is bigger than humankind it's divine love is bigger than humankind it's divine see to make love is to do more than use your body but to pour out your soul and play the game of give and take ebb and flow love is golden y'all love is golden Love is golden.
Don't, 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 don't touch that now. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Vision should be the next book you purchase. Written by radio host and minister, Michael Nimmons. Vision is an insightful, thought-provoking book that is also a helpful tool in getting you to see your life through God's eyes. Vision Endorsed by best-selling authors Dr. Eddie Connor and Kim Brooks and mega-pastor Bishop Charles H. Ellis III. Vision is a life-changing book that you need in your personal library. Get your copy today. Available everywhere books are sold online or at michaelnimmons.com. Get your copy today. Vision. 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 Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Don't, 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 don't touch that now. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Well, guys, we are back, and I know you are enjoying my interview with these three phenomenal, talented young women uh, as we celebrate Women's History Month and our Women of Influence edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Guys, we've just been chopping it up, talking about some of the things that they've been doing. Uh, In the last segment, we've been talking about some uh, women's-related issues and really uh, trying to get at the heart of Women's History Month and why Uh, I believe it is so very important for us to celebrate women. And we're doing that, celebrating her story right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. But let's jump into this last segment of questions. And so um, I want to know from you guys, what do you believe are some vitally important issues facing not just women today, but black women today? I think healthcare inequality and Danny has a whole story about that. If you're willing to share about mm-hmm. healthcare. Oh yeah. That was mm-hmm. the main thing I was going to talk about. I believe that women are respected when it comes to their health mm. and pain. I don't know if it's that they don't believe black women can feel pain or what, but I believe that in healthcare, it's not taking care. It's not, it's not taken serious enough. Mm. I have plenty of stories. Um, Including, I don't even know. Should I, I don't even. Yeah, know, say it. Hell yeah, I don't even know if I should share, but mm-hmm. one Feel of the free. main ones was when I, I gave birth to my daughter. Um, I went into labor at twelve o'clock, um, in the morning. Got to the to the hospital around one. Was told I was only one centimeter in to go home. Um, basically walk it off, go home. And I was like, no, I'm not going home because I know that this is baby about to come. So they're like, okay, well, you know, we can give you medicine and keep the, uh, the baby's heartbeat on a monitor, um, because they didn't want to admit me because they didn't believe that 
they they thought I was just they took it lightly, basically. So <sighs> less than an hour, um, I was 10 centimeters and ready to give birth. So they were rushing me into admission because they had me in a waiting room, basically, because they didn't believe that I was <laughs> that I was ready. Um, and then I was told to I was told that I needed to get an epidural because I wanted to do a natural birth but I was told no you can't handle it you need to get epidural Hmm. and that was a man who said that to me and that was kind of interesting to me because to me it was just interesting because first of all you don't know what a woman goes through in their body um and then to be giving birth and then to tell them what they do or do not need right um without considering their desires was kind of Mm -hmm. you know I just think and I know a lot of people have these stories they'll go to the doctor and they'll say this is wrong with me and they'll be like oh you're okay go home you know it's nothing and find out it's something very serious Mm. and I'm not sure why that is but it is a serious situation and and I think that it needs to be it's a conversation that needs to go forth Ty, I feel like you're, I don't know this. Are you a historian? Do you have you, do you know any of those stats? There's like a lot of reasons why this happens. Yeah. I don't, I don't know any stats, but I actually um, know someone who had a very similar story and she is actually a nurse mm-hmm. or I'm sorry. She's not even a nurse. She's like a director in healthcare or something and has worked at so many hospitals and had leadership positions there. And when her and her husband had their child and went to the hospital um, the doctor was just telling them all kinds of stuff like, no, you can't do this. And no, you can't do that. And no, we can, you have to, you have to have a C-section. And it just was a fight for them mm, to deliver mm. this child that they had waited 10 years for. Like they had wow. been trying to have a baby for a whole decade. Wow. And so it just really ruined their whole experience. But out of that, you know, God always makes beauty from ashes. Right. So out of that, they have this beautiful daughter, but then, um, the, the mom decides that she wants to go into um, being a doula, possibly to just give women the kind of birth experience that they should be able to have the the good things that should come out of getting ready to deliver your child. It shouldn't be like, oh, it's, everything shouldn't be crazy and chaotic around you while you're trying to have this beautiful, special moment. So I totally agree that healthcare is is a. Uh, priority issue when it comes to black women. And then also something we touched on earlier was really about the language and the way that we communicate with each other, you know? And I think this, these past couple of years, um, the, the community camaraderie, like um, let's support each other has been at the forefront more, especially among black women. I think we've, we've been leaning into that a lot more because we're recognizing that we do need this support. We do need this village. We we can't keep um, cutting each other down at the expense of of what to try to get the guy who's trying to be with all the women. Like what is re- what was really behind the root of all of our fighting, basically. So um, healthcare and just community amongst women, I think, are the biggest things that that Black women are facing at this time. Mm-hmm. And I, I would encourage anybody listening to look up inequality in healthcare, specifically things around Black women being um, it being said of us that we can handle pain, that we have a higher tolerance for pain. This is actually how medical practitioners literally treated us. Yeah. Um, and it's still happening today. They, they still think that Black women, Black people in general, have a higher tolerance for pain. Mm-hmm. They 
they've based this on basically our build, um, the resilience they see us have, but it's not true. It's, it's literally um, a false narrative that a lot of medical professionals know is false to this day, but they'd have to go back so far to change so many things that are being taught and so many policies that we haven't, that hasn't caught up yet in the current medical field. So that, that myth has been debunked, but the way that they're teaching medical students has not changed. Mm -hmm. It it actually is still the same. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of these experiments that you hear about uh, Tuskegee and you hear about a whole bunch of other ones, um, they literally would use black people to experiment on medically because of this uh, very false belief. Mm. <clears throat> right, right. And, and you know, um, yeah, the, there's, uh, it, I think this ties into, you know, why, um, uh, and particularly amongst Black people, uh, there is uh, suspicions around, you know, the vaccine for the COVID, uh, COVID-19 and, and, yeah. And, and why it's taken so many of us uh, to get vaccinated because we're suspicious of, of something where we believe okay. it's a conspiracy theory of some type or, you know, because we, we, we know of her or heard about what happened with the Tuskegee experiment and things of that nature. So, you know, that there, there is some credence to what you're, you know, what you are saying, what you have said. And uh, it's unfortunate. It really is unfortunate. But one thing I will say, about black women, you are uh, a very strong, uh, uh, very strong women. You're very strong, powerful, uh, and valuable uh, women. And uh, you know, we as men could not, we as black men could not be what we are if you were not who you are. And uh, we celebrate you on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio shows. We celebrate her story. Uh, and this woman of influence edition. And um, I, again, uh, very happy to have these three phenomenal women with us. And uh, as we continue talking about the power of, of black women, I want you guys to share with us who are some of your uh, influencers and role models, female role models and influences that you have in your life uh, that have, you know, empowered and inspired you uh, to achieve your goals. Yeah, I, 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 um, I recently, I don't know, I guess recently is, is subjective, but I recently lost my mom. And so I think a lot about the impact that um, she had on my life. And so I'm, I'm now left with my sisters who are so much of her that it's kind of scary. She, she put so much into us, her children, that I see the reflection of her in, in them. And so mm-hmm. I have my sisters um, by birth. And then I have my sisters in faith, my sisters in Christ, who always I can call and they just lift me up and give me the, the proper perspective on things, remind me of who I am, what I'm here to do. Uh, so that's always a blessing. Um, and then just women in the industry who like Dice Gamble, who I'm always like, Dice is my girl, you know, and um, she wanted to be here with us tonight, but she was traveling. And so that was not a thing that she could do. And Cherie and Danny, you know, we're newer friends, but it's like I see how um, how amazing they are. And Danny like is playing low key, but she is 
She's a big deal fashion stylist over there. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh, and Cherie is like, I mean, y'all heard Cherie talk. So there's there's no question that she is, you know, on another level and is d- destined to really like show up on y'all TV screen and y'all radio for eternity. <laughs> all up in that thing, she was saying. All right, all right. <laughs> so, um, but then just in, in, the, in the artistry of things, I always... Maya Angelou was a big um, influence on me as as a poet. Mm. Um, the first time a, a good friend of mine took me to see her, I was just captivated. And it's just she just had a presence mm. about her. She had a um, um, she just knew who she was. She knew that. And it didn't matter what circle she was in. She was going to, you know, be Maya. Yeah, my Angela yeah. just amazingly and incredible, and I'm still praying for Lauren Hill because I just yeah. I don't feel like I could be <laughs> who I am who wasn't for young Lauren. <laughs> and then all I just I rate all the women in CHH. So um, you know, because I, I I understand what it takes to uh, be in the industry where you you're, you have the support of males. I had a lot of male support. But also, it's still difficult because there are not a lot of us constantly seeing each other. We we navigate in a very male dominated space. So I always um, give kudos to every woman who can survive <laughs> in the music industry in general. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Who's next? Um, Cherie's looking at me, so I guess I'll hop in here. Um, <laughs> um, I have. I'm blessed to know some really dope people. Um, one, if I could just talk about Cherie real quick, she doesn't like the fact that she's smiling right now is a miracle. And I see her strength and her powers and her desire to keep going despite what she's been through and wanting better for herself. Um, and for everyone around her, like, I'm like, how are you even like she, the way she checks in on people and pray for people is ridiculous. And I'm like, how do you even do that with everything that you're going to do? She touched on a little bit of what she's going to do, but it's deeper than that. And that's not my story to tell, but, um, I'm just really thankful for her story and who she is as a black woman in the industry where, you know, she has to fight for her place, you know, and it really inspires me. Um, um, another one who person who really inspired me, um, is Jeanette genetics, um, just being really close to her and seeing her strength and her belief in God, despite what she goes through is really inspiring. Um, Ty, she just blew me away. The moment I met her, um, just amazing. Just all the things that she does. And the person she is to be as humble as she is. And I'm like, you did what? 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 And she's just so humble down to earth. And, you know, I really enjoy being around powerful women who just walk in there like their essence is just this is just who they are. And um, those are three people that I really love. And then if we want to talk about the industry is my desire and my hope to meet SZA and work with her. The way she writes is incredible. Um, and just her whole style and fighting to just still be her in the midst, or you know, like they they say you have to look a certain way in the industry, but she's always fought against that. 
And that's something that's really inspired me. Um, and flow wise, it's no name all day. I feel like her flow is like ridiculous. Um, and I'm so excited to see that she's finally working on music again. So that's amazing. Um, yeah. So those are just to name a few people who I'm really inspired by. Um, yeah. But other than that, can't think of anybody else right now, but I know that I have a lot of powerful women around and it's just powerful when you can go through so much and still give. That's awesome. That's awesome. Last, but certainly not least, uh, Cherie. <laughs> yeah, I was just sitting here again to the ladies on on this uh, call, uh, Ty and Danny, like the, the level of comfort that we have with each other is really weird to me because it's just it, it happened so quick. And I think um hopefully if y'all have listened to this point you recognize it's there's a lot of elements that go into um the making of a strong black woman and 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 the dynamics that 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 takes and I think all of that is within time within Danny and um I get to partake in the the magic of it but for me uh personally my godmother um little beautiful black woman, Columbus, Ohio, uh, came alongside my family when I was four years old and declared herself my godmother. And she raised me essentially alongside my mother. Um, she now she used to be a corporate woman. So she, she showed me how to do it. And then now she is holding down the fort for her, uh, disabled grandchildren. And she just never stops serving and she never stops rising to the occasion. So that strength you're talking about, that's my godmother, Marietta. <laughs> um, I would say as far as <clears throat> industry, um, yeah, I think Maya, I've recently just listened to all her books. Anything I could find, I've listened to it all. And I would just say that she's a great example of um, someone who lived life to the fullest. I mean, she had several careers. Um, She's written several books. She was hanging out with all the top leaders and creatives and she would just move around. She would, she lived in Africa. She lived in, I mean, she lived in all these cities. She was just about life and pursuing whatever it was that she was supposed to be doing at that time. And she raised even her son that way, like just tote him around. And he ended up becoming a world traveler because she really just, um, she was all about who she was supposed to be in each season, which was key. Like right. every season she knew what she, who mm. she was supposed to be, where she was supposed to be and who she was supposed to be around. And I just think that's super dope. Um, but yeah, I would say that, that that's my, I'm trying to think, I don't know you it's hard cause there's so many women, but I would yeah. just say those right now. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And, and, you know, just listening to you guys talk about, those women who have impacted your lives and have been influencing your lives, you know, uh, is, is, uh, you know, really, really interesting. You mentioned Maya Angelou as being one of them. And I, I love her, her poetry. I love her writing. I remember even as a, a young adolescent in, uh, adolescent in, uh, middle school, it might've been where I read, I know why the cage bird sings and, yeah. uh, that was a very powerful story about, you know, her growing up and her life. And so, yeah, she's definitely, uh, definitely an influential 
black woman, but there are so many, I'm sure yeah. we could talk about uh, in this uh, edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And uh, I know you guys have enjoyed uh, listening to this podcast this week with these three phenomenal women. I'm sure that Maya Angelou would agree uh, <laughs> are phenomenal. They are indeed phenomenal. And again, we're happy to have had them on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I want to know from each of you, I know you guys are doing some big things. You know, Cherie, Danny, and Ty all have some awesome things that you guys are working on. want to share, we want you to share with our listeners what you have coming up and how they can uh, be a part of it, how they can partake in it how they can listen or or purchase it or whatever you have going on. Share with our listeners what you have coming up. Sure, he's going to take it. You don't have anything? I don't you know. just released the singles. Talk to talk about that. These are all new people. Uh, yeah, true. So I, Daddy here, I do have, <laughs> I do have a single out called IDK. Um, it's on all streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. And it's under DNI. So, um, yeah, I think that's the most recent thing I have coming out. And then one of her fits was number nine, was it? Or oh, seven? it was number 11 in BuzzFeed. On BuzzFeed. It was also featured on Vanity Fair and Variety, which was cool. Who did you style? Oh, Danielle Lawson from King Richard. That was really cool, actually. And I have some more things coming up with her. Um, wow, and a movie on wow. yeah. a movie I worked on um, called Amazing Vitas with Trevor Jackson that, that's about to be amazing he was the star I got to work with him and um, I'm wait, I can't wait to see the movie and the outcome for that so look for that Amazing Vitas yeah and Danny is uh, available for hire so if you need a stylist you can go ahead and hire this, hire this woman <laughs> Uh, find you. <laughs> um, you can find me everywhere as under DNI, um, in yeah DNI. Okay. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Fire. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Who's next? Um, I have a couple features coming out. It's it's crazy because last year I when I was thinking about what I wanted to do next. I was like, I really want to just collab with some people. So I have a couple features coming out and I'll be doing videos with some of those artists. So look out for that. Um, Also, I'm still promoting my my children's book, How Lily Miss Saved the Lilliputian Tree. It's a tongue twister. Try it. Um, So (laughs) it is an Amazon bestseller. I'm super excited about that, but I'm working to um, get it into more libraries, uh, books, independent bookstores, and all that good stuff. And then I am, I think this might be the first time I'm going to talk about it. I'm working on an EP. So (laughs) I've had two albums. Um, I've dropped a slew of singles since 2015, but I'm working on an EP. And um, y'all, I'm doing something that I have not done since I was a kid. So when I I started doing uh, anything creative, it was with poetry first. But in the midst of all that writing, it was me singing. And so um, that's how I got to go to school, the arts for elementary school, middle school, some of high school. And I just, you know, when you're surrounded by all these amazing singers like Cherie and everybody else, and they're like really, really singing, you're like, um, 
I'm not really gonna sing. <laughs> so I, I really focused on the poetry and the hip hop side, and I'm I'm grateful that I've been able to do amazing things there. But God has been putting all these songs in my heart, and I lit. I've tried to give these songs away so many times, and people are like, "I think you should just sing it." I'm like, "No, you can really, really sing it." Mm. And God is like, "Okay, just you got to do it now." So I'm working on an EP. It's uh, I'm not gonna say when it's coming because I'm working on it. <laughs> um, but right now, I have um, five songs that I'm focused on, and I'm really I'm excited about that. So. I hope y'all rock with me on this on this thing here. I've sang on a couple songs okay. on my husband's singles, but yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really launching out into this. So okay, I'm here right. for that. Yeah. 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 Singer, all right. Yes. All See, right. she knows who she's supposed to be in every and season. Exclusive. And exclusive, right on the Thinking Out Loud <laughs> radio show. That's right. All right. All right, All right Yeah, so um, this uh, this year, April 15th, is a big day for me. Um, I will be stepping out and focusing 100% on my creative agency, 4,000 More Creative. Um, I started it a few years ago, but I had one fit in and one foot helping somebody else. And I felt like uh, at the beginning of this year, when I listened to my life, my life was saying, it's time to bet on you, Sheree. It's mm. time to take all that energy and invest it into yourself. And all that help you're giving everybody else, you need to go ahead and help yourself. Start your legacy project. So my company is my legacy project. It's what I really believe I'm supposed to uh, put out in the world right now. Again, it's a creative agency. So I direct creative projects. I pull together talented uh, creative leaders and we create projects for brands and organizations like what you saw for the Black History Month piece. Um, but there are so many companies and brands and organizations that want content like that. And they're looking for people of color who have creative agencies and there aren't a lot of them. So let's go ahead and change that narrative and let's go ahead and launch this thing, 4000MoreCreative.com. Um, and that's also where you can find my music. I am now under my own company. Sheree Music is under 4000 More Creative. And you can find my um, stuff there. So there you go. Awesome. Well, guys, man, I know you have enjoyed my interview with these three phenomenal women. And I, I mean, I'm just, I just can't wait for a lot of this stuff to happen. I know you are just sitting on the edge of your seat like I am. <laughs> uh, Ty is getting ready to sing now. And, uh, and, and I mean, I know you all can't wait for that, you know, so. We got to we got to have her back when that EP drops. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> make the pressure sure. is on. Yes, it is. Yes. It is on. And, and she just gave us a thinking out loud radio show exclusive with that with that information. Mm-hmm. So but but it's not over because Ty is going to be she just she you know, she's doing so many things. And she sent me a song called One Way. And I think there's no better way then to end this segment then with Ty talking about her song and 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 then introducing it as a way for us to go right to break. So Ty, take it away. So the song you're going to hear is called One Way. I thought I was being slick. I had this verse and I had a hook and I was like, cool, I'm just going to put out this hook and verse and everybody's going to be happy. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I shot a video. I brought in a friend of mine who's super dope and we shot the video. And people were like, wait a minute. So you just want to release a video and you're not going to release a single? 
that's not how it works. You need the single. So um, release the video, release the single. It's just one verse, one one chorus, one hook, whatever. Um, and I'm really excited about just the purity of it because the song is talking about how, you know, there are all these distractions, but I only know one way to live this life and that's reaching my destination. And if we want to encourage anybody, all the things that we said, you know, focus on what the destination is God has for you and live your life one way to pursue that, mm-hmm. whether it, it all aligns with your purpose, right? It all aligns with the reason why God put you here. So we have one way. That's the song you're going to hear. Ty Scott King. You can go to tyscottking.com if you want to purchase this single or any other single. show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. CEO Teresa Lundy. <laughs> when when you are dealing with a professional like Roland, and again, this is when he was on TV One. Thinking, thinking out loud. Um, you start to, you, you feel comfortable. Right. And so that actually opened the door for many other opportunities. And so when he said, Teresa, I'm leaving DV1, um, I made sure that I kept in contact and I said, listen, you know, for this daily digital show, you know, I'm flexible. Let me know, uh, you know, anything you need. And next thing you know, I'm getting booked. And so Tuesdays are my days on Roland Martin Unfiltered. And it's just been a pleasure. You know, I'm sitting there for two hours getting to, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully I'm doing a good job, is uh, giving my perspective as a black woman, as a a business uh, woman, as a CEO of a company uh, about some of these issues, you know, as it relates to uh, criminal justice reform, police reform, um, and so many other issues. Join us each week as we celebrate Women's History Month right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. 
It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemes. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. This week's thought is dedicated to all of the women that occupy planet Earth. And I can't think of a better way to pay tribute to you than to share the iconic poem from the legendary poet lord Maya Angelou, Phenomenal Woman. Take a listen. Many people wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. When I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. I walk into a room just as cool as you please, and to a man the fellows stand or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes, the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist, the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I'm a woman, phenomenally. 
Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say, it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palms of my hands, the need for my care. Because I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman, all you women and me. legendary poet lord Maya Angelou phenomenal woman and I hope that every single woman that listens to this podcast knows and believes that they are indeed a phenomenal woman shouts out to my good friends uh, Cherie Danny and Ty Scott King for being with us on this week's edition of Thinking Out Loud radio show. Guys, remember to follow them on social media. I am Ty at I am Ty Scott King, uh, Cherie Music, and Just Danny, J-U-S-S-D-N-N-I. They're doing some big things in the kingdom. You can see their video on their Instagram page as well. Celebrate Black History and so much more. Guys, I want to thank you so much for being with us as we close out the Women of Influence series right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We really and truly appreciate all of you. And again, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Again, we hope you not only enjoy this show, but the entire month of March's Woman of Influence series uh, that we just concluded. We thank you so very much for tuning in, for sharing the, the podcast with your co-workers, with your neighbors, with your friends and family. We thank you guys because we could not do it without you. And uh, we, again, thank you so much for uh, recognizing and acknowledging our birthday as well. Thank you guys so much. We really felt special on yesterday, and we'll be celebrating all throughout the month of April. So feel free uh, to uh, send us birthday shouts out. We really appreciate it, guys. Thank you so, so very much. We want you guys to um, look out for the month of April for uh, we're going to be doing some special shows in the month of April uh, dealing with mental illness and suicide. We have some shows that are coming up we're working on right now uh, that we'll be sharing with you very, very soon. So stay tuned for that. We're going to be doing shows again about mental health, mental illness and suicide in the month of April. It's really been on my mind, heavy on my mind to talk about and to discuss. We have uh, some individuals that are going to be sharing with us during this month so I hope you'll be tuning in as well so feel free 
to uh, get to put the word out there, let others know that uh, the Thinking Out Loud radio show is going to be doing shows about mental illness and mental health in the month of April, and you don't want to miss a show. Guys, uh, look forward to it, and we'll be keeping you posted on when those shows are coming up. Guys, that's the show for this week. But until next time, always remember, if you think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. To get more info about the show and the ministry, visit michaelnemons.com. Want to book radio host Michael Nemons for your next special event? Send an email to contact at michaelnemons.com. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 p.m. for the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter.